Blog Talk Radio. pretty cool um as you know it, it is a new a new band name um cannot justify now i guess celestial drift is uh you know uh just just like one of these old wwe tag teams they are pretty much uh an afterthought now so but that's okay who is texting why, why is my phone blowing up um um so so yeah uh for those of you who are watching raw so far, been a pretty eventful night. Uh, for those of you who watched the Super Bowl, uh, it was not very eventful. Uh, I had to cover that, you know, firsthand this morning. So, you know, uh, for those of you who, who had to suffer through that, if you're Pats fans, then great. If you're not, then, uh, you know, I guess you had to suffer through watching the Patriots. Not, not just a bad game, but the Patriots, you know, winning again. Uh, but either way, it is Monday. We have another big show planned with guests and whatnot. Uh, we've got Granny Holzer and myself on with us. I believe Icon is back on as well. Um, I hope we had to make a quick call to the bullpen for this show, though. Yeah, well, I don't know why I got disconnected. It was kind of weird. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. Oh, but, I don't know either. Modern well, back technology, out, you got to love it. Yeah, I'm I'm back though. Um, so yeah, so we got a pretty good show tonight. Uh, you know, we got a good three guests tonight. We got uh, Paulina Nicotina. We have uh, Happy Hour, and we have Lady nice. Vane are all scheduled up uh, with us. Uh, so yeah, so it should be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. A good show. So uh, what's and, up with you? Guys? And once again, Attitude Era Live is brought to you by SharpshooterFunding.com the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and the good people of Fargo, North Dakota, as well as the good people 
of pretty much the entire state of Arkansas. So that, that's good. New Yorkers, I can't say the same about. Sorry, New Yorkers, but but a lot of you, uh, you know, live up to your reputation. So I'm not going to put that on there. But um, but yeah, uh, overall, it should be a pretty good show. Um, now, Icon, let me let me ask you, uh, and this is a question that I had posed uh, when you stepped aside uh, off the air to Granny here. As you know, in the <coughs> excuse me, in the elimination chamber, there's going to be a uh, a six team. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, a six-team um, match for the, you know, for the the first time ever, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, if now, Icon, I, I don't know if you know the answer or if you have a, a speculation on this, but if let's say a Raw team wins, let's say I think the favorite right now would probably be Nia Jackson Tamina. But let's say, you know, Sasha and Bailey win or whatever, uh, whatnot, right? Is right. SmackDown is SmackDown then gonna make belts for their women's division, or is this gonna be sort of an inter show battle? Like you'll see some SmackDown women's teams coming over to Raw and whatnot to compete for the belts. Like how do you think they're gonna work that? Well, I I think it'll be uh you know, it'll be um set up so that uh they can uh go to either show i would believe uh you know because uh, uh you know now that uh now that um the wwe is going to fox and uh they're going to uh you know change everything uh you know it'll be uh it'll be interesting uh to see how they do that you know who who is your pick i you know i know we don't have all of the SmackDown women's teams yet. We only have we have all the Raw ones set. We uh, we have one more SmackDown women's uh, team that has to get on, has to make it. Still, so we'll find out tomorrow night who that team is. But as of right now, who is your pick to win that match? Uh, I I kind of like the idea of uh, uh, Bailey and uh, and uh, Sasha, her partner, Sasha Banks. Yeah, I I, I kind of like that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not as interested in the match as I should be uh, because Alexa Bliss is not in it. Um, however, I, I was telling Granny also uh, when you stepped aside off the air before, uh, I'm starting to uh, starting to gain a little bit of, of something for um, for Liv Morgan. Now, I you know, I guess it just goes to show you I, I prefer blondes, but um, hey, I think Liv Morgan obviously she's not the caliber athlete in the ring that Alexa Bliss is. However, I, I, I'm starting to feel something. I, I wouldn't have a problem if her and uh, and her Riot Squad buddy make it as well and win those belts as well. But I would have to say, though, that my my guess on this is going to be uh, probably Nia Jax and Tamina. They're just, I mean, logic points towards them, you know, towards them winning it. So, you know, so we'll see. Uh we do have a first. I believe it's the first guest on Icon. Is a four four two number? Uh, I I believe that is uh, our first uh, guest. It should be. Uh, so yeah. So if you want to put him on through, uh, we'll send. A, we'll uh, we'll talk to him. Alrighty, I am going to do that in T minus five. There you go. They are on Icon. I'm going to let you do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, 
stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He is our first combatant of the night. And I hope he brought a six-pack with him. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you happy hour. Hey, man, how's it going? (laughs) Good evening, folks. Actually, I brought the whole damn keg. You did? (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Party time. (laughs) Party time. Oh, yeah. Everybody, make sure to have your uh, Uber apps ready and have your designated drivers ready to go. (laughs) All right, well, here's what we like to do. After I introduce the guest, uh, now that was the best introduction you've ever had, correct? Oh, that was great. No question. Icon, do they have Uber in Fargo? Yeah, we do, actually. You do? Okay. All right, just making sure. Uh, So what we'll do here is after I introduce the guest, we have him give us a little background, then we ask him some questions. So if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we'll talk to you. Sure, sure. So, uh... You know, I, as you've already given me the intro, I am the hero of the bar room. They call me happy hour. And yes, I actually do work at a brewery, Fury Brewing Company here just outside of Pittsburgh. And uh, yes, I actually am in the beer industry. So I'm one of those rare uh, legit crossovers between beer and wrestling. I mean, you know, other wrestlers can shill the beers, they can pop the beers, but I actually bring my own damn beers into the ring. I will pop them. I will chug them before I set foot into the ring. So it is the real deal. No joke. And, And, uh, And also... For the intro, yes, I do come in. I hail from Fury Brewing Company, and I weigh in at 10 cases of pounders. Really? <laughs> no joke. You can ju- you can ask the uh, legendary announcer, Hank Hudson. Hank Hudson actually is the announcer for a couple of the promotions I work. He's been in the wrestling business for over 40 years. He's been uh, He's done a lot of different things in the wrestling business, including like being a referee back in like the 70s and 80s for WWE or WWF house shows. So, yes, he is well-known in the circuit. And, yep, he announces me as the hero of the barroom, weighing in at 10 cases of pounders. <laughs> Well, uh, Happy Hour, do you think that um, everybody knows Stone Cold being the beer guy uh, of his day? Do you out drink him in his heyday? Oh, absolutely. Stone Cold has changed his drinking approach. I'll say this. Credit where credit's due, he's diversifying. I mean, he actually has that uh, collaboration he did with El Segundo Brewing uh, out west, I believe, and he has that Broken Skull IPA. So, uh, you know, he's trying to branch out. He also has that podcast he did where he tried different beers and different uh, cocktails. So he's he's diversifying. It's not uh, Steve Weiser's and Stone Cold Dogs all the time. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, you know, not to get uh, not to get off uh, track because we, we do want to talk about wrestling. But uh, uh, if uh, our fans wanted to uh, or, uh, order beers now, do they put your face on the label? Or uh, not? Uh, well, actually, uh, other way around. I have the uh, company logo on my gear. So uh, my standard gear, we've got the fiery, the angry fiery sun logo. That's on my gear. You've got Fury Brewing Company on my uh, 
tights. And also, since we're about to do our first barrel-aged uh, beer release, uh, we actually have the Fury Brewing Company Barrel Club, and we just got the T-shirts in for the Fury Brewing Company Barrel Club. That is awesome. Now, uh, <laughs> if, if, uh, if, you know, are, are fans able to order uh, beer through the mail? I suppose not, huh? Not yet, but that's actually, believe it or not, we, funny you mentioned that. The other day, uh, I was talking to the operations manager, and we started uh, exploring that and going to see how we can make that happen this year because there's another brewer in Pennsylvania that started the whole, uh, you know, you can uh, order beer online and have it shipped. So uh, we're looking into the logistics, and we're hoping this year we can ship out beer to anyone, 21 and up, of course, and you have to be at home to receive the beer. But, yes, we are going to make uh, some of our beers available for shipping, uh, hopefully this year. Now, uh, here's our question. You know, I had uh, sent you an uh, address. Uh, What would it uh, take for you to send us some autographed pictures for giveaways, for one, and maybe uh, send a couple uh, sample beers uh, so that we could uh, give those away to our fans as well. Uh, actually, uh, won't take much. I will say this. I will wait a little bit on sending pictures because I've actually got a few ideas for pictures I do want to send. Uh, with uh, Battleground Championship Wrestling down in South Carolina, uh, there are a few noteworthy names that I will take pictures with and uh send pictures with and we'll get both autographs on the pictures uh, just to double up because one my best friend in indie wrestling is the legend uh, the amazing velvet he's an indie legend he's wrestled a lot of guys who've been in the uh, nwa wcw he was trained by judy martin old wwf ladies uh, tag champ legend and the legendary susan green uh, who once beat the fabulous moolah and for those of you older fans you know what a big deal that is because Mula doesn't lose to anybody. Uh, and uh, he, along with uh, next show, we should also have WCW Maestro, which I'm hoping that I get to tell a little story about because the last time, it was actually last month, I did a show with Battleground Championship Wrestling, and Maestro and I shared an Airbnb, and we shared some fantastic stories. Also uh, on the show, L.A. Tank, who's an ECW original, as well as Big Game James, who's been on WWE TV. That's awesome. Uh, Happy Hour is our guest. We have about uh, 30 30 minutes here left with you. And uh, when you you wrestle, would you consider yourself a – Babyface, a heel, an in-betweeny, or do you let the fans decide what you are that night? Oh, happy hour is uh, absolutely face, man. Uh, You know, I love it when the crowd gets into it, It, it just especially uh, the crowds where I'm a regular and even before I come out, the alcohol chants begin. I mean, it starts with uh, happy hour chants, and then they shift to the alcohol chants. And uh, even just uh, one of the recent shows I did before I entered the ring, uh, and I have beers in hand when I ent- when I approach the ring, and the crowd already started a chug, 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 chug chant. So I, I had no choice but to oblige them and finish my beer before I entered the ring. Now we know that you work at a uh, at a brewery, and you do, you know, as you said, um, you know, make your own beers and have your own beers. But before you got that idea, uh, what what 
did you drink mostly? Are you a craft beer kind of guy? Did you like the, you know, the lights? Did you like the, you know, are you a Bud guy, Miller, or were you more like, what did you drink before you were at the brewery and before you had your own beer? Like, well, what's your sure. Sure. I've actually been drinking craft beer for the uh, craft beer for the last ten years. Uh, so I'm in my 40s now. So yeah, it wasn't okay. until I was in my mid 30s that I really got into craft beer. Uh, but yeah, my friends got me into it, and I was like, hey, I, I actually like this. You know what? This pizza and having beer with a little more flavor is fantastic. Or wings and something flavorful, or having more uh, sophisticated dishes like Thai food or something. Man, I can find a beer to pair with that. Or heck, let me have this. <laughs> out with this like coffee rub steak uh and mm. yeah i was just like you know all these flavors out there that uh is what really turned me on to craft beer because I, i'm a big foodie i love all sorts of different food i love cooking i love eating and that's how i got into craft beer because i was pairing the beers with the food oh nice that is that is super cool now since you know you mentioned that you are a face wrestler we I want to know. I'm going to ask a couple, I'm going to ask a question, uh, and then, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Let's do this real quick here. We're going to take a, a brief time out here. I had uh, sent All you right. a. Um, I had sent you a script to do a liner. Let's take care of that now. Yep. Let's get that out of the way. Then I can ask you the tough questions. All right. Let me know when you're ready, and I'll deliver. All right. Ready. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is the hero of the barroom happy hour, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, Granny Hulkster, and the legend, Pretty Boy Doug Masters. And the sad thing is, uh, Doug Masters uh, is uh, sick tonight, so uh, he'll uh, I'll play that back for him later. Now... <laughs> Now, one of my questions I, I, I ask everybody is, as a uh, as a as a wrestler, everybody has a great finishing maneuver. Tell us about yours. What's it called? Besides uh, the drunken stupor or whatever, and what goes into it? And then uh, we'll see if one of us would be uh, willing to let you practice it on us. Oh, sure. So uh, I'll say this. Happy Hour is actually a relatively new persona. Happy Hour debuted uh, last June, actually. Uh, So uh, my finisher, because I've been uh, trying a few different things, my last finisher that's available uh, on Indie Wrestling TV uh, was actually the uh, closing out the bar tab. Uh, However, uh, I'm trying something different because uh, the closing out the bar tab looks like a modified flatliner, and it seems like the flatliner is overpopular so i want to create a little uniqueness so uh, my next finisher is going to be uh the hangover so uh it basically starts off in a uh belly to back suplex position but as i have my opponent hoisted up i invert him and flip him down like an inverted flapjack so uh that is the hangover and that's uh my proper send-off the uh other move that I have that's a signature is uh, <clears throat> the designated driver. So it's like a, a, a go a go between between the angle slang and the uh, Death Valley driver. So that I call that the designated driver. That is awesome. Now, hey, Icon, why don't you tell them what your finisher uh, is? Well, my, my finisher <laughs> is called the uh, 
It's called the junk punch him in the man business. That's where you uh, basically do that <laughs> when the referee's back is turned. It's also a, yeah, it's also a disqualification. But yes, okay. <laughs> Not if the referee doesn't and, see it. So what you're well, telling true. me is, if I set foot in the ring, I need to make sure the referee's never turning his back. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Right. So I'm going to ask you one more question, and we'll let uh, Big Swing and Granny ask you a few. Now, since you guys uh, run your old brewery, do you, uh, would you guys ever think of uh, making a beer or naming a beer after me, the icon? Can you imagine how many cases huh? you sell if you put my face on a beer? Because everybody would want to buy the bottle just to smash the hell. No, I'm kidding. But do you, would you guys ever consider that? I think that'd be awesome. Hey, if you got people signed up to pre-order, yeah, we'll do it. I don't see why not. At the end of the day, we're a small business, and we're all about capitalism. So, hey, you line up the uh, buyers, and uh, we'll make it happen. Well, happy hour. You know well, what's crazy? I will, my, uh, I will start doing that, definitely. Well, my last name, it's actually kind of funny that Icon brings that up. Um, my actual government last name is Mick Swiggin. Okay, so it's it's, it's Irish, uh, Mick Swiggin, and um, it and it, it was a good drinking name in college, and um, you know it's it's cool because I, I've actually come up with like ideas, you know, if I ever were to find a brewmaster, like uh, you know, like like okay, so you could have like like Mick Swiggin Ale, right? And but then mm-hmm. for the ladies, for the ladies, you could have Swiggy Lights, okay, or or, mm-hmm. or Swiggy Fruit Flavor. And our slogan could be "Please swig responsibly." You see, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, so it, so it works. It works. And his tag so definitely... partner, McLovin. Exactly. Well, you know, it's funny because people. I, I've had to show a lot of people my ID because when I was in college, late high school, early college, when that movie came out, and people thought I was like copying. Oh, you're just saying that because of McLovin. No, look, that's that's right on my license. I mean, it's. <laughs> You know, 100% Irish, but yeah, it, it's got we got lucky with that. Um, and you know, I, I'm a beer guy. I like Labatt personally, Labatt Blue, the you know Canadian beers. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm actually a, a big beer guy. So that's that that's that's the perfect perfect combination here for for our guest tonight. I got. It, well, it will tell you is, what. Uh, tell you what, on, actually. Sure. I'll let you uh, make your point. Uh, you know, the sure. and the thing is. Uh, Big Swing would want the Edge to be the spokesman for that beer. <laughs> well, well, if it was a Canadian Pilsner, then yes, Edge could be the uh, the spokesperson for it. But I mean, I'm not really picky. If I were to have my own beer, I wouldn't really, you know, make too many demands. Well, you know, here, here here's what the setup would be: he would have both Edge and Alexa Bliss fighting over a bottle of McSwiggin. That's what that would be his dream. Or Edge or, could have, Edge, or Edge could Edge could be drinking McSwiggin Ale, and Alexa Bliss could have a Swiggy Light, and then they could they could toast with the bottle, and they could and then they could, please they could both be like please swig responsibly like like in unison, you know, and yeah, it's perfect. They have the same hair, you know, they're 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 identical. It'd be great. It, it's already a marketing genius scheme. I've already got it all planned out. <laughs> or if Vince Russo is booking the match, it could be a Labats on a pole match. Uh, yes, yes, but, uh, for sure. <laughs> no, but on a different uh, note, McSwiggin. So uh, actually, uh, because March is coming up, we actually brew an Irish red ale for uh, the month of March, uh, basically because we want to get into the St. Patrick's yeah. Day spirit. So I'll so make similar it similar like a Chilean's type, or 
Uh, imagine Killian's with a little more of like a caramely uh, and toasty Ooh. flavor. Okay. So what oh. I'll do is when I when I when uh, I send you some beers, I'll make sure that it, you know I'll, that'll be one of the beers I send you. Okay, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm a, yeah, I'm a beer guy. That's right up my alley. I have. I, I, have I will honor picture. I have the perfect picture that you could put on uh, on the beer too, and I'll send that to you. Oh, gee. Well, actually, better yet, yeah, actually. Actually, let me tell you the name of the beer. It's actually it's an Irish name. It's spelled C R A I C. Can you uh, guess how it's pronounced? <laughs> C R A I C. Crack. Yep. Crack. Yep. yep. So I'll give you a hit of crack. <laughs> it's Gaelic. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am you know, uh, and, uh, big fan. Big speaking fan. Of pictures. Speaking of pictures, you know the icon that made you a collector's card. How about putting that on a bottle of your beer? Well, I don't know if that'll make it to uh, a beer itself simply because uh, it specifically references one promotion. Uh, mind you, uh, Uprise, yeah, but I can I'll say it. this. My, my, my likeness will appear on a beer. We're actually trying to figure out what would be a good beer because uh, I'll say this just to kind of fill you in. I'll try to keep this short because I know I get long-winded, but uh, the recent joke is uh, the fact that lately or recently I've been on a big push-ups kick. So uh, every time I do 100 push-ups or more in a single set, people are just like, you need to come up with a beer that's named 100 push-ups. So we're going to create uh, like a strong ale that's like 10% ABV or above and call it 100 push-ups, and it'll have my likeness on it. You know, that'd be really cool. But, you know, I'll tell you, uh, you know, like I say, I can change that card any way. But if you could put that card with your picture on it, uh, you know, I could like, (laughs) you know, I, I I think you would like that, you know. Now, speaking uh, of beer, I, I, I know Granny, Granny's a big uh, shot person, right? Te- tequila and, and all that? I don't like tequila. I don't drink that much, guys, because I have health issues. So <laughs> I don't – I mean, I'll occasionally have a glass of white Zippendale, but Granny don't drink a whole lot. So I got too many health issues. Back in the day? Occasionally, but I've never been a big drinker, no. I mean, I would occasionally have a strawberry daiquiri once in a while. I mean, I remember for my 21st birthday, my aunt and my grandmother and some friends of ours, I lived in near Kansas City at the time, and they took me mm. to this place called Tiffany's Attic for, uh, it was a dinner theater. <laughs> and they told the MC that I was celebrating my 21st birthday. So I had gotten a strawberry daiquiri, Texas style, which it was a big daiquiri. It had twice the amount of rum in it. And I thought, okay, if I get one of those, I won't have to drink any more rest of the night. Well, I got this drink called an Alabama Slammer. It had orange Uh, juice, Southern Comfort, slow gin, and banana liquor in it. And it came in a cowboy boot glass. And it was really good. So I ended up drinking both of those that night. (laughs) And I didn't get drunk. I didn't have a hangover the next day. But I was feeling no pain going home that night. Oh, I bet. <laughs> was, I bet. You know. And then one time I was at um, a Toby Keith bar and grill at a casino with my aunt and my mom, and I had what they called a Big Daddy Margarita, and it was in a big mason jar. There was no handle on – I mean, it was a jar. 
it was like ten bucks. I didn't pay for it. My aunt did, but it was mm-hmm. it wasn't a frozen margarita. It was on ice, and it, I had a raspberry one. And it was you just basically had to either pick up the jar with both hands or just leave the jar sitting on the counter and drink it through a straw. That's how big it was. Hmm. So it was good, but I know I don't I don't drink a whole lot. I mean, like I said, occasionally I'll have a glass of wine once in a while, maybe a strawberry daiquiri, but not very often. Uh, happy hours, our guests. We have about yes. uh, seventeen minutes left here. Now, I always ask all independent wrestlers this <clears throat> question, and no one has ever answered it the same. Everybody answers it differently. So I'm going to put this to you. I'm <laughs> going to kind of put you on the spot now. Okay. Uh, you know, as as a wrestler getting into the business or being in the business for a long time. We all know that the big dance to get to is the WWE. Now, if you were to get in and were offered a contract for the WWE, because basically they control all aspects of your life. They say you can do this, you can't do this, you go here, you go there, you can't go this, you can't do this. Now, as an independent wrestler, you basically control your own destiny and do what you want. Now, if you had gotten if you get the call and they ask you to join is that something you want to do or would you want to stay independent that's the first question and the second question if you do get that multi-million dollar contract are you still gonna recognize us and be our friend and still come on and talk to us eventually well uh i'll say this i'll answer both parts one is uh yeah if i get offered a multi-million dollar deal you're dang right that i'm going to take it uh, I mean, you know, those kind of opportunities uh, don't happen to everyone. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely will never take that for granted. That's number one. Number two, will I maintain friendships? Absolutely. Uh, th- there's no reason for me not to. I mean, uh, you know, I have uh, friendships with uh, people who have been legends in both India and have been, uh, you know, in – In the big show, whether it's uh, WWE, WCW, ECW, and I have great friendships with them. So, you know, they didn't forget us little people either. Uh, Also, I I mean, you know, I'm uh, also wrestle with Fight Society. I trained at Fight Society. Fight Society was previously uh, PWX uh, Pittsburgh, which is where Kurt Angle and Corey Graves uh, both uh, graduated from. So, uh, yeah, and also Shirley Doe wrestles on Fight Society, and he trained Elias. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm in contact with people who definitely have not touched, uh, or have not lost touch, and I don't plan on losing touch either because, frankly, uh, I just love uh, positive interaction. For me, uh, you know, I'll say this just to kind of get uh, a little deeper here. Being a minority, uh, I can definitely say – uh, at no point in my life have I ever said uh, there are too many people who've been nice to me. So uh, I appreciate everyone who's ever been nice to me, and I will never forget. That's awesome. Now, in your you know in your time in the business, have you uh, have you uh, went after any championships? You are you going to be going after any championships that you know of in the near future? Oh, absolutely. So uh, as far as championships that I've held, uh, back in the late 90s, I uh, 
held uh, the World Heavyweight Championship in uh, GSX, which was Gulf States Extreme. Uh, I've held uh, various mid-card titles uh, as well as tag titles uh, in Georgia and South Carolina uh, around 2014-2015. And this year, actually, uh, in the beginning of March, March 8th, in a show where the main event is going to be Billy Gunn versus Beastman. In that same show, uh, I will be participating in a rumble for the uh, United States Championship at Undisputed Championship Wrestling. Now, here's the good news, and I want to give an update. Uh, We've added another one to our repertoire. We're now 430-0. Any guest that's been on our show within a, a, a uh, whether they went for a title in a couple weeks or a couple months, have won the title. So we're we are, Ooh. and the pressure is now on you. I hate to do this to you. No the pressure there. <laughs> so so you basically put everybody else in that rumble on notice now, huh? <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, hey, you know what? I there are two things that happy hour loves. Beer and fights. I've got plenty of beer, and I'm bringing the fight. Awesome. Well, I got faith in you, Happy Hour, so I got faith that you'll be victorious. Thank you, Granny Helster. I appreciate it. I take all the support I can get, and I'm all about, you know, representing everyone. I am the everyman. I'm the guy who gets off of work and enjoys a happy hour beer. And when I'm around, it's always happy hour. See, Granny likes the baby faces. I don't like, I give all the heels lots of grief. I talk to, I talk a lot of smack to the heel wrestlers. And I'm, I'm very <laughs> popular. I, I don't, right now, I don't get to see very many wrestling shows in Arkansas. I have to go over to Oklahoma. But we have, mm. a, I have a friend that does independent wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer called Wrestling for a Cause. And, and all the money that they make. Uh, goes to help the child and their families that they're helping. I mean, it's, I'm very much involved in that. But yeah, I've had I've had dinner with people like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Tommy Dreamer. I mean, I even had Tommy nice. Dreamer use my cane on Matt Riviere at the last TCW <laughs> show in Fort Smith, Arkansas, back in 2013. Oh, wow. It was called Last Stand, and he actually physically came and took my cane out of my hand because I hadn't had my first knee replacement yet and used my cane on Matt Riviere during the match. I mean, I even have my own T-shirts. I mean, I'm that's I, I had that name given to me about 17 years ago, and the name has just – my original shirt says, what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? And my wrestling family loves it. I mean, the fans love it. I, I have so much fun when I go to wrestling shows. I hey, uh, I go uh, as often as I can. Hey, Big Swing, real quick, uh, do we have another call on the line there? Uh, yes. Someone just messaged me and said they want to talk to our guest, so if you want to put them on. I don't oh, okay, know I, wasn't about, sure, but, uh, I wasn't sure if it was like our second guest or whatever that was on uh, uh, or whatnot, so I was keeping them on hold for that reason. Well, yeah, apparently okay. uh, this individual just messaged me on, uh, has got an issue with our guest, so let's put them on, let's figure oh, out what geez. the issue is. Did did they say if they're a if they're a, a fellow wrestler or are they just a fan? Or? I guess they're a fellow. I, mean, I guess they're a fellow wrestler. Let's just talk to them. And let's do they not like people. beer or what? Okay, well I'll I'll put them through. Eight four three number. That's that's South Carolina. Eight four three number. Yes, okay, I'm you are. here. 
I would like to introduce myself. I am the Amazing Velvet. I am the greatest manager of the modern era. Plus, uh, oh, I just good would Lord. like to ask Happy Hour, how was that draw? How was your chest feeling from that drop kick I gave you at the last show? So, guys, you know this is just this is frustrating because the Amazing Velvet was uh, one of my dearest, dearest friends. So at our last show a few weeks ago, uh, you know, that was his first time back after fighting cancer, and I wanted to share a beer with him because, after all, every time I go into the ring, no matter who my opponent is, uh, and I didn't even expect him to be my opponent, I wanted to share my beer, uh, you know, give him a welcome back, gave him a beer, and as I turned to, to the crowd, I turned back, and he drop-kicked me. Not only did he drop-kick me, he then put the boots to me. You know, the worst crime he committed, he made me spill my beer. My beer oh my. that I didn't get to finish oh when he drop-kicked me, my beer spilled. That's and a party that, foul. That's a party foul. Party foul. Mm. Absolutely. That's it's a good thing abuse, I didn't rub your face actually. in the mat. It's a good thing I didn't rub your face in the mat to lick it up. Well, okay then. So, okay, so no, hold on a uh, I guess we'll ask wait a this. Wait, 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 wait. I guess we'll ask this. Happy Hour said hold that he was one of the one of his dearest friends. Why then did you turn your back on Happy Hour? Why not? Uh, well, I'm an opportunity. I, I don't know. I don't know uh, either of you that well, about, so that's what I'm trying to figure well, out. Well, <laughs> opportunity knocks and you take it. Uh, obviously, okay. he wasn't paying attention. He got his head knocked off. That's how that yep. happens. Well, this person sounds like Granny Holster would have a lot of fun talking a lot of smack to. Yeah, she doesn't like the opportunity knocking. Well, here's the thing. Speaking of opportunity knocking, uh, we actually had a triple threat match at BCW last month. And uh, last Mm -hmm. I recall, Velvet, I pinned you for the one, two, three. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, because I got hit with and, brass, uh, because I got you, uh, hit with brass knuckles by the other guy, and you, yeah, you seized an opportunity, but you really didn't beat me. So you know what? Okay, we got a show coming up. You just let me know what kind of match you want, and we'll have it. How's that? All right, wait, 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 wait. Before you answer that, before you answer that, when it, first off, I want to know when this event is. March thirtieth in 30th. Somerville, South Carolina. All right. Here's how. Hmm. Here's how we're gonna exactly. Hmm. We're we're gonna handle this the icon way, gentlemen. Now here's All the deal. Right. Happy hours. Oh boy. Happy hours our guest. Here's the deal. Happy hours our guest, and uh, everybody knows how much I like to have people call in advance and not interrupt the show when uh, when we have another guest on. But here's how we're gonna do this. We are gonna handle it this way. You guys have a match March thirtieth. All right, and our next show after that is April 1st. Mm-hmm. Here's how we're going to handle this, boys. Here's how we're going to handle this, gentlemen. Granny Hulkster, big swing. This is what we're going to yes. do because the icon yes, yes. is going to put up. The icon is going to take the bull by the horns right now. All right. All right. Whoever wins that match is going to call this show April 1st. We're going to have you on right away because I do have three guests that night. I have uh, uh, a favorite of the show, Mariah Prussia, coming on. We have PJ the Whip and Jolene, uh, Jolena Pink. All right, here's what we're going to do. Whoever wins that match is going to call this show at 
8.15 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we're going to discuss what went down in the ring and who was the dirtier of the two between you two. Now, here's the deal. I don't know Velvet. I know Happy Hour. Now, now Velvet, I don't have anything against you yet because you haven't hmm. insulted me like one of our guests that uh, we won't get into that, but he didn't like his intro, hmm. so we had to hang up on him. Whoa. That's not what I'm going to do here. Now. Yeah, but, well, Icon, before you continue, my main thing here is that Velvet, when he introduced himself, uh, he said he's, he's the greatest manager of all time. I believe that's the word I heard. Um, do, do you have a, you know, be, being being a manager is not, you know, obviously not the same thing as being a wrestler. Do you have a move set? Because, I mean, Happy Hour is, a, you know, a pretty established wrestler uh, at this point. I, I mean... I do, I do. I was trained by the great Susan Tex Green and Judy Morton. So I do have okay. skills in the ring. I decided okay. to move on to manage because I was getting a little older and I had battled cancer. And I decided mm-hmm. after I defeated cancer, I wasn't done quite yet. So opportunity arose. Like I said, happy hour, mm-hmm. turn his back, turn back, got kicked in the chest. So he does. Okay, so he does have. Yeah, so you do have. You do have a move list. So that's. I do I have a move. Have a move that nobody does. It's okay. almost like Cody Rhodes Crossroads, but it's not. Um, I do it through the ropes like uh, Randy Orton does his DDT, but they're face up. Sure, sure. Okay, see, I kind of was a little nervous there because I, you know. From a manager facing an established wrestler, I was a little nervous about, you know, the match being pretty one-sided. Uh, I mean, a- a- anybody can do, a, you know, a cheap job sort of a thing like, like, like they did. But right. since there is a move list and, and there is some pretty reputable training there, uh, it could, could get kind of interesting then, I guess. It could get kind of interesting as, as to who wins this. Well, I'll tell you, like I say, uh, we, have, uh, we have about four minutes here left, gentlemen. And I... I I love a good feud just like the other guys. As a matter of fact, the icon has been known to start a few feuds, believe it or not. Mm. And uh, mm. uh, it, 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 ha- it has happened before. So, mm-hmm. I, I do want to have Velvet on again. And uh, I, uh, I, you know, since you, you did take your time to call us, all right, all our guests that are on the show get a special collector's card made for them. And here's what I want you to do. You can find me on Facebook under Icon, Scott Icon Helmrest. I want you to message me. I will make you a card, and I will schedule you a time for for just you to be on as well. And then if uh, cool. happy to know, if you want to call in and uh, chat again when he's on, you can do that. But Sure thing. I'll bring the beer. Nice. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. But you guys are far, far from being off the hook on this one. You guys are definitely going to be back on, and we're definitely going to be talk, uh, talking to you. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll I, I'm a big fan of uh, happy hour. I'm a big fan of feuds, actually. I'm a big fan of uh, of, of of people uh, getting in the ring and, and facing off with each other, and 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 when we can build up the the heat for the match. Uh, on this show, that's that's even better. So, yeah, definitely, definitely something that uh, we we would be interested in in following and and getting to the bottom of for sure. 
Absolutely. I can't wait for South Carolina. I cannot wait for Pennsylvania either because I will be up there. You may see me one day. Hmm. Boys, you all need to (laughs) come to Oklahoma to wrestling for a cause, being that we do shows for kids and people that are fighting cancer. You all need to come wrestle. Bring it it to Oklahoma, boys, so Granny can see you all in action. And happy hour. Granny would love to be in your corner. If they'd let oh, me do it, I'd no. even escort you Back to the up. ring happy hour. Back up. Well, tell you what, Back Granny, up. you hey, tell them you know, to get I don't in touch like with me the heels. I don't me. like the heels. I don't like the heels. So you better watch out for Granny because Granny could talk no, to you better watch good out for smack. Take screen if I bring her. How's that, young lady? Well, whatever. Ooh. I'm not. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of your little manager, whoever you're going to bring with you. Bring it. Bring it well, on. That's my you trainer. Know, I can, she beat the well, Bring her on. Bring her on. I'm not afraid of her. Uh, when you see you, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Granny. You want to talk? You, you want to talk a little bit of heat here? I mean, I can bring on the heat, boys. You know. Mm. You know, get drunk with Granny's him and everybody up. be fun. Oh, yes. Make See, sure Granny's make like, sure the, you're like the Incredible Hulk. You wouldn't like her when she's angry, <laughs> oh, well. you know? So, yeah. I love it. Oh, but her threat, she'd be the Credible Hulk. Oh, well, well yes, yes. She also has uh, what they call a uh, uh, hurricane. Now, Here's the deal. It's not called that, but since, uh, you know, if she was ever in Canada, it'd be her a cane. So it's her cane. So it's called a her a cane a if she's in Canada. So you don't want, you don't want, you don't want to get hit. All right, I'm done. Right. I wouldn't but, use my cane on you, Happy Hour. I might use my cane on Velvet there, you know. No. I'll tell you what, guys. Well, well, I'll tell you what, guys. Use right. the cane on guys. that Canadian joke. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. I know, geez, I got come on. Second. Hang on just one second. If our if our next guest, she's calling from overseas, she has issues calling in. I want you guys to just hang on a little bit because we'll continue talking okay. in a little bit if she can't get on. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Well we do have okay, well we do have a caller on with a Kansas City area code. Kansas City, Missouri, eight one six. That might be uh, B, that might be B Train because he said he was listening to the show Big Swing. That might be our good friend B Train. Is that B Train? No, yeah, it might be B Train because he well, used to live on. in B-train, Kansas are you City. <laughs> B Train, are you on? There he is. No? Yes, That's maybe you are on. What's going on? There they are. What's up, fellas? Oh, another another night, another edition of uh, Attitude Era Live. We've got um, two, I guess you can call them rivals now, um, friends turned enemies, frenemies, I guess, uh, on the line with us, who are, actually have a match coming up in a, a little over a month and a half or so here. So um, it, it's we've just been doing a little back and forth with them, and um, you know I, I don't know if you've heard of either one of these two, uh, but. But yeah, it, it, it's some good build. We 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 go on and we we talk and we interview, you know, uh, wrestlers and managers and and whatnot from all over the country. Um, but it's been a long time since we've had an interview that has been. Whoa, what is that? Okay, 
Um, it, it's been a long time <laughs> since we've had an interview that, you know, has turned into to a heat FOMO. So that's the, we used to have this all the time back in the day, but we've, uh, it, it's been a while since we've had it. So I'm actually happy. Uh, we got a little, little build to work on here. So who's yeah, we gave you for, uh, this, uh, attitude era, uh, special since, uh, we've made this an attitude era, uh, involved, uh, Feud. I want to know who's the bookie and what's the over/under on this match. Well, <laughs> I'm going over you, and that means you'll be under me. You'll be looking at the lights, Ooh. son. No, I say wow. happy hour ten minutes. I say velvet can't last ten minutes uh, versus happy hour. Please, please. <laughs> Wait, so, so is ten the over or is ten the under? No, I'm saying ten is ten minutes is the mark for the over under, and uh, okay, so I'm saying happy really, hours okay. at the bar. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I tell you what. Happy hours at the bar five minutes shape. after that. You may be in good shape, but I'm old school. Okay. If you can't go 45 minutes, don't even bother getting in the ring. Ooh. Old school. I, Velvet, you're just old, and 45. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, you've gone over 45 years. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We have time to build this up. We have time to figure out how you want to have your demise handed to you. I mean, you can name any match you want to name. All I got to tell you is just pick something that is very careful for you. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, In fact, I might have to throw, uh, I might have to toss up a poll. See uh, what yeah. what the fans want for a stipulation match. Mm. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. That would be I'll interesting. Is long, you know, would you guys let me pick you the stipulation? Yes, let's Absolutely. do that. Let's have you pick the stipulation. All right. Now, your name is Happy Hour, and you like beer, right? Absolutely. Now, uh, I don't know Velvet. Now, Velvet, don't take this wrong way, but... Uh, you don't. It doesn't sound like you could hold your liquor very good. Ooka dooka. <laughs> so, here, here's the deal. Six pack on a pole match. The first one to drink the full six pack wins the match. <laughs> yeah, but, but you see, but I found that 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 kind of that's kind of playing right into the specialty, right into the hands. Of happy hour. I mean, uh, I think personally, yes, gimmick matches are cool. Um, but it, based on just talk and based on the incident that had happened, uh, you know, I, I think these two. I don't think it would do Velvet justice to even if even if they are able to drink the uh, the full six pack. I, I I just I don't know if that would do the justice. I, I think one of these two wants to pin the other one. Wants to have the glory of either a pin or a submission against the other as sort of a bragging rights type of thing. I mean, I get it. Gimmick matches are awesome, and, and I'm all for them. Um, you know, the Attitude Era was full of them, and that's what we named the show after, but I just think uh, from an old-school standpoint, uh, a good old-fashioned wrestling match where they have one winner the traditional way would probably be best. Okay, alright, well then... But that will be the safest thing, thing for happy hour. Be on my side here. I'll tell you what. Better yet. Now, are you guys uh, are you guys limited to what kind of matches you won't do, or doesn't it matter to you? 
It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to us. Oh, no. We've done it all. How about this? You guys sound like you have utter disdain for each other. Am I correct? Uh, that's a fair assessment. Yeah, for right now, until he wakes up, you know, one day. Now, here, here's here's what I don't understand. Um, now, you guys, you guys used to be friends, and now you're enemies. You know, it's it's one of those things. You guys are good friends, better enemies. The way I understand, is that right? It's headed in that direction. Or, yes. Enemies, yes. Now, now here, here's the thing, though. I uh, I do give kudos to you because uh, you know you had cancer and you fought cancer, you kicked cancer's ass. I will never give credit to that. But my question is, if Happy Hour was there by your side the whole time when you were fighting this battle, why would you turn your back on? It is, like I said, in this business that we love, there's always a means to an end and there's always an opportunity to be had. You never turn your back on the person who helped train you and guided you because they don't teach you everything they know. And if you're not paying attention, you get your head knocked off. And that's exactly what happened. Well, how about this then? How about this? You you guys really want to get down and dirty, am I right? Absolutely. How about a bad, how about a how about a how about a backlot brawl between you guys? Ooh. Wow. That, that could be fun. That is a good one. I'm game. Like I said, hey. Happy Hour loves beer and loves fights. So I'm bringing the beer and I'm bringing the fights. Well, you know what? I like that match. And unfortunately, uh, we can't do the one I really want to do because I really want to hurt you something fierce. And that uh-huh. would be the coal miners. That would be the coal miners glove on the pole. But since we can't, it's been banned from South Carolina. We can't do that one. So you know what? Maybe down the road, we can have that somewhere else. But I like the I like Ooh. what the I like what this guy just said. You know what? Anything you want to do, bring it. Bring it. Armed and ready. I like that Armed one. and ready. I like that one. I like a dog collar match. I like an old school Russian chain match. We can go even older school and get the ugly ass cage. Oh. It don't matter. Bring it on. Bring it on. And if you're and if he's picking the stipulation, we can go. We're, I'm good with that. Now, 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 this match would be March 30th, right? right. Correct. Correct. Now, are you, would you guys be able to get this match done? I, I would. Uh, if you guys do this match, you guys got to come in and you guys got to come back on and tell us about it. You know. Absolutely, and you know what? I got one better for you. We might even do Facebook Live. Wow! Just so y'all can actually see what goes down. Yeah, we. You know what? I like that. That would be amazing. Match on Facebook Live. Let's Facebook Live that match. And then I'll tell you what. Then we'll post it. We'll post it on our Facebook page. 
the video, and we'll call it the match the icon made. Oh, I love it. <laughs> now, you know, Velvet, if he's a willing participant, I'm good. Now, Go Velvet, here's my next question, because I do have an ego, believe it or not. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I kind of do. Hmm, just uh, a little. Now, uh, you know, our fa- our fans love you, uh, are loving you as well, because I can tell by the way they're chiming in here. Now, would you also... Be willing to send us some autographs for giveaways like Happy Hour City. Absolutely. Now, can you outdo what Happy Hour is going to do? Can you outdo what Happy Hour is going to do? I asked him. I asked him for five. One autograph to the icon because I have an ego. Would you be yeah. willing? And he's going to. And he's going to send. He's going to send a couple uh, beers when he gets that. When he gets down with that. Now, can you outdo? Can you outdo five? One of the iconic. Can you do more than uh, four? Can I do more than four? Yeah, plus one to the icon. Can you do that? Can I you can, can do, you can you top them? You, I can comp you whatever pictures you want plus a T-shirt. Okay. Now oh, you're on uh, playing the one-up you're on game. Facebook, right? Under Velvet, right? I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can look up the amazing Velvet, and then you can find my real name from that as well. If not, Happy Hour has it. So you're on Facebook uh, as the Amazing Velvet. I have my own page, yes, and I, ha- and I have I haven't updated in a while. I need to update it um, because I've been out. Uh, there should be some pictures on there. If not, you know, you can get my real name from that page as well, I believe. And you can go through my photos list. I'm not going to drop any names on your show right now, but uh, <laughs> we were in Houston. Me and uh, that chump staying happy hour. Now, let me ask you this, you guys. Uh, since our next guest is not calling in, I hope you guys can stick with us until our uh, our uh, ten fifteen segment. Um, I'm good. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now, between the two of you, who's won more titles? I would probably have to say me. I've been. Yep. I started Probably. in 1990. Yeah, he's had, he has a few years on me, but you know, yeah, he's probably won more titles than me. But you know, what I've proven is I don't need titles to be recognized. Uh, I do my thing. People know who I am, and uh, if I win a title, that's fantastic. I'll enjoy it. I'll relish every moment of it. But. People will mm-hmm. know who Talk I am with or without the, one the title. Game. Talking about <laughs> no. playing the one-up game. You think people really know who you are? They have no clue. I made you relevant in the South. You are nothing down here. <laughs> I made you what you are. Hello? Who knows the amazing Velvet in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, Virginia, New Jersey? Uh, I'm sorry. That would be me. <laughs> now, for... Nope, I, now, uh, for... Those of you who don't know who haven't seen Happy Hour, and I'm going to let you guys, uh, uh, I'm going to have you guys uh, pitch your stuff here. Like I say, you you guys, can you hang on for 15 minutes? Yes. Yep, absolutely. sure can. Awesome. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know who will be checking out Happy Hour later, now this guy is across, in his look, 
Now, I I hope uh, you don't get offended as I as I describe you. Okay, but uh, he is a cross between Stone Cold Steve Austin, Goldberg, and D'Lo Brown. <laughs> that's, More like that's, Gilbert. That's an interesting. Oh, oh! Don't you go there. You're smaller than Gilbert. Hey, hey, hey! No, 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 no! Don't say anything bad about Gilbert. He's a he's a guest. He's a friend of the show. You can't say anything bad about Gilbert. He uh, he, mm. actually, he actually got me hooked up with his tag team. I know you guys don't care, but I'm going to tell you the story because you haven't heard it. Uh, Gilbert <laughs> actually got it set up with his tag team partner James Ellsworth. So I cannot say anything bad about Gilbert. Fair enough. Sorry, Dwayne Gill's a good guy. Fair enough. Dwayne Gill's a good guy. You know, and he also loved the fact, and I'll tell you this story too because you guys haven't heard this one either, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, the one thing about uh, Dwayne Gill is uh, he thought it was cool how I remember when he used to have uh, balding on top and uh, blonde hanging down, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, And he, uh, he became my best friend ever since then. I can call him any time. Uh, as long as I stop calling him at two in the morning like I used to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, happy hour. When did you when did you say you started wrestling? I started wrestling June of nineteen ninety five. And Velvet, when did you start wrestling? May I don't know the exact day. It was May of uh nineteen ninety. Okay, so you got you got five hours. So basically, <clears throat> five hours. You got five years. So basically, he's still a kid, and you're you're a veteran, I would say. Now, what is your finishing maneuver? Uh, I do a reverse frog splash. I face the crowd and come off backwards, and I have that uh, swinging upside down neck breaker between the ropes. Uh, I can do pretty much. Whatever, uh, I I like to choose to to wear my opponent down to where when it's when it comes down to the finish they're not getting up. So sometimes I add lib, sometimes I add a little something to it. It just depends on how I'm feeling during the match. Now, we, we I, I'm sure that we've already established that you are a heel, correct? Uh yes. Now, Granny. We know that you don't like the heels. I don't. What would you say to Velvet if you were the audience with him? If I was in the audience and he came out, wow. I'm sh- I, I'd have to think about that one for a minute, but I'm sure I could probably come up with something really, really, really good. Pull up my picture, honey. You'll find out. I, I did pull up. I did pull up your picture. I I saw your Facebook page, and you were dressed like in a purple suit. It was so great. Well, yeah. Let me kind of but cut I in. Have, He's like I a two-legged My Little Pony. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? You know what? If if he's if he's kind of. Sh- because I remember one time this one manager. He was dressed in this really gaudy-looking outfit. And I told I told that that I told um, the guy's manager um, Sean Schultz was a wrestler, and I told his manager I said, well, I said, you know, your little 
troll of a manager. His mom addresses him funny, and I might, I might, you know, call you a little troll because you don't look like you're very tall mm-hmm. in that picture. I, I'm sure Granny could come up with some really good things to say to you, my friend. Well, you don't want to mess. With, you don't want to make. You don't want to mess with Granny. You don't want to mess with Granny. Okay. So um, you want no, you want to play with me? Bring it on. I'll play. No. no okay. Velvet. Uh, don't don't yes. take this the wrong way, okay? Uh, you know, we we know that you're heel, and I want you to like me, okay? But as a broadcast journalist, I have to say this: I had no idea there is any wrestler out there that looked like Liberace. I, you know, I. <laughs> well, there was one. His name was. The, there is one. His name was the Maestro. And he's no longer the maestro. He's now a pompastro. He does a dark gimmick. But the maestro was Liberace, number one. Number two, I also got the rub from exotic Adrian Street. So thank you very much. Well, like I say, I don't, ha- I don't have any issues with you, and I don't want to have any issues with you. Listen, I was a but... big face for almost 20 years, and then I decided enough was enough. An opportunity happened, and I take opportunities when I see them now. I mean, that's bottom line. If you leave yourself open, I'm going to kick your teeth down your throat. Okay. Now, like I say, I, I don't I don't want to get you upset because I I, I have I, I, I have enough wrestlers upset with me that won't come on the show. Mm. But I am uh, so good. You don't have to worry about that. The only one I'm faced is looking at is Happy Hour. But you're good. Keep going. It's your show. Now, let me ask you this, Velvet. Are, are you on Messenger right now? Uh, yes. Okay, now I sent you a message. As long as you're on here, you got to do it too. I want you to do. I want you to do a promo for us. I just sent you the script. I'm going to count you down okay. to five. We're going. We're going to go ahead and do that. Okay. Uh, well, give me just a second here. But don't don't say the phone. Yeah, the old man needs to put on his reading glasses. <laughs> no, ha ha. <laughs> Actually, I was Actually, going you to send you it don't... to my real name. Well, I, I sent it to the Amazing Velvet. Uh, I don't. That one, I can't. It's not up. You have to, You would okay, have to send but, it to hey, my real I was, name. I was curious. Do you have a Viking tattoo? I do. Are you a Viking fan? Since 1973, my friend. Hey, hey, I'm from Fargo, North Dakota. I'm the ultimate Vikings fan. So I I love you now, okay? Just not in that way. Now let me. And I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, 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 forget me calling you. Uh, you know now I look. You, you you don't you don't look. You don't really look like uh, Liberace. You look more like Napoleon. But anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. But here's here's the deal. I'm going to ask you this: From one Viking fan to another, Grady's a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and uh, uh, you know that they beat us in the Super Bowl. They screwed us. And uh, Big Swing is a Dallas Cowboys fan. They screwed us in '75 with Drew Pearson. But let me ask you this: From one Viking and Herschel Walker. Well, who cares about Herschel Walker? Uh, from one Viking fan to another. You know all these uh, all these jackass Saint fans are complaining about the missed call. Let me ask you this: 
What about when they screwed us in 2009 with Bounty Gate? Of course. We got screwed down. We got screwed last year. Yeah. Them worthless motherfucking cocksucking bastards. They can all kiss my ass. Listen, Icon, you realize we are we are um we are simulcasted through an FM station. I just had to hit the the, the button three times there. <laughs> I'm sorry. But listen, listen though, the problem in the NFL if it's like politics. If you wanna fix it, you get rid of the referees that can't make a call. Get rid of them, promote some other people, get some from college if you have to. The referees in the last 10 years have gone downhill so quick in the last four, it's not even funny. And Did you hear that? Um... We're going to protect <laughs> well, the players. We're going to protect the quarterback. We're going to protect – no. There were Granny, too many you, you heard... head-to-head hits this year that nobody got called. Well, you heard that they have a first, uh, the first ever female referee doing this stuff, right? Well, I mean, Back, I'm, I'm just Sergeant, waiting. Yes. Well, I, I'm just waiting for her to throw a flag for something that happened three weeks prior. That's all it is. That's what I'm waiting for. Oh, <laughs> well, funny. I like that. Well, that I, you know, <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. That was funny, big swing. But yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I I have even though I don't like heels, I have to agree with what he just said about these referees because there were so many bad calls in both of those championship games. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, you know. My Kansas City guy, he put his hand on Brady's chest, and that, and he didn't even shove him and get the call for rubbing nope, the passer. Yep, but, but but the one guy for New England basically speared Mahomes and didn't even get called for roughing the passer nope. call. So nope. you know, he what does he think he is, Roman Reigns? I mean, he does not. You know, you don't spear people like that in football, and <laughs> he didn't get called for roughing the passer. So come on, people, you know, own up to your mistakes. I mean. My husband the, does not even whole. sit next. My my husband does not even sit next to me when I'm watching a, when I'm watching my Chiefs play football because I get mad at the referees. I my arms no, are swinging and I get mad okay, at the referees. Uh, I have a uh, I have a question. Have, uh, I have a question for wait, you, wait, Granny. One we have yes. One Go ahead. One second. We have a second. Uh, we have happy hour in the amazing velvet. We have about uh, seven minutes left. Uh, I sent the uh, I sent the script to you. Uh, I'm going to have you do the, the promo first, and then you can ask Randy your question. See what we did here. And you wrestle for the, you wrestle for the same company that uh, Happy Hour does, right? Yes. Okay. Battleground Championship Wrestling. Battleground Championship Wrestling. Okay. All right. Yep. Out of South Carolina. Okay, uh, Velva, did you did you get it? I sent it to your real name. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to count you down from. Uh, what you just uh, want me to cut a promo on y'all? Yeah, or you yeah. want me to cut the promo on Happy Hour? Well, no, I I sent I sent I sent you the script. That's what we're going to have you do. All right, I'll count you. You faxed it to him. Let's go. You ready? Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, wrestling fans, this is the Amazing Velvet, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, Granny Hulkster, and the legend, pretty boy, Doug Masters. 
Awesome. All right, so we have five minutes here left. Uh, what were you going to ask, Granny? Granny, I have yes about the referees. Do you believe they're blind in one eye and can't see out the other? <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> I mean, really? I, yeah, I, I have ridiculous. a, I, I have to agree with that. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's very ridiculous. I mean, it's as bad as watching a WWE referee. I mean, come on. I mean, really? I understand. Okay, I understand they have to. They're trying to protect the quarterback. I get that. Okay, I I get that. But come on, refs. I mean, do ones. your job. I mean, do your job. But they only job. protect certain ones. They didn't protect the young ones. They didn't protect golf, and they have protected moms. And they only protect the guys like Breeze and. Uh, Brady. Brady and Rivers and a couple others. I mean, that's the only ones they protect. So who's I agree. the real heel in the NFL? Um, I think it's the referees. Hello. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. National Fraud I mean. League. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, guys, I'll tell you what. We got we got to wrap this up here real quick. I'll ask. All right. uh, I'll, I'll ask Happy Hour first and uh, uh, the Amazing Velvet. First off. Uh, uh, happy hour. Our friends want to check you out. You got a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. What do you got? Sure. So on Facebook, you can find me at Wrestler Happy Hour, or also uh, to cross over both the wrestling and the beer news, there's Happy Hour's Barrel Club. On Twitter, I am FBC Happy Hour, FBC for Fury Brewing Company, Happy Hour. And uh, while I, I'm just starting to get into Instagram, it's Wrestler Happy Hour. And. Uh, Amazing Velvet, you, what do you got? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube? Uh, I got, got, well, we have a YouTube channel, and it's off our website. I'd have to give you the site. We just changed it over. We're working on that. Um, I will send that to you. Uh, I do have Instagram. It's David Kerr 24 uh, That's K-E-R-R, the last name. Um, I've got, I'm setting up a new Amazing Velvet Instagram account as we speak because of our new website. I haven't done that just yet. Uh, but I have Facebook, uh, I have Twitter, uh, both Amazing Velvet and my real name, David Kerr. So I have all those. All right, and, and, uh, I just, just, and I just sent you a card. What did you think of that? You just sent me what now? I, I just, I just uh, sent you a collector's card uh, to your, uh, oh, to your cool. David Kerr account. Tell me what you think of Let that. Me you like that? Key. Oh, look at that. Yep, that's so pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. while he's looking at that, I'm going to add a quick plug. So uh, as far as where you can see some matches for Happy Hour, uh, Indie Wrestling TV, IndieWrestling.us, uh, happens to cover uh, Fight Society, Rise, and I'm also going to be appearing, uh, or I've also appeared on Black Diamond Wrestling, uh, and, and those are some of the organizations covered by Indie Wrestling TV. Well, since he said that, you can look up UPWA, which is uh, United Pro Wrestling Association, UPWA, um, on YouTube. I am in a tag match against a six foot ten guy, and then I wrestle a seven footer behind that. So y'all can check that out. And real quick, uh, you know, uh, you know, you said you've been a Viking fan since seventy five. Uh, what uh, gravitated yeah. you towards the Vikings? When, well, being in the South, we only had the Braves, the Falcons, the Redskins, and the Cowboys to watch every weekend. 
And one Thanksgiving, when color, you know, colors started coming out, there was there was the Vikings playing the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day, and it was a purple team. And I sat in front of the TV and started watching and paying attention and knowing to play, learning the players, learning the purple people leaders, learning when Tommy Kramer came out of Rice University as the number one quarterback in the nation and was drafted number one by the Vikings. I even met him and got a signed jersey from him. Well, you know, and it's funny how you mentioned you've been a fan since 35. That is when the Cowboys screwed the Vikings. Uh, with exactly. <laughs> and yep. uh, also, real quick, uh, big swing, you're down. You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! Wade Wilson passed away at the age of 60 this yes. weekend, so we yep. want to send out our condolences to uh, uh, to uh, the Wade Wilson family. His family, yep, absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We uh, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, uh, happy hour it was great. I do appreciate you coming on last minute, and uh, 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 the amazing Velvet, you're awesome, man. Uh, you don't know that you're heel, you're a Thanks, Vikings fan, so that, so that trumps that card. So there you That's go. That's right. You're uh, welcome. So, and I will contact you, and we want to have you guys on again. And uh, yep, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun with you guys. Uh, it it uh, probably won't be I'm until in. August, but uh, I want to get you guys both on again. Sure. Well, I look forward to being on on April first. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Good luck with that, sir. And I, uh-huh. I will tell you guys. I will tell you guys what time to call in. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. You Have too. a good one. Thank lunch. you, guys. Appreciate right. you. Thank you. Very awesome. good. Awesome. Cheers. The amazing velvet and happy hour, ladies and gentlemen. And together, you have Napoleon and dynamite. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that was actually pretty cool. That it, was it's fun. Been a little... It's been a little while since we've had a uh, a back and forth on the show. Do you remember that what was our fun. first one was? Um, that ox guy, right? No, it was uh, uh, Gabriel uh, Gabrielle Arce, uh, her boyfriend. That's right, mom. her boyfriend who she kicked in the face. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, well, her ex-boyfriend, I guess. Well, yeah, well, that's yes, that's but yeah. That was hmm. a, that, that was, was fun. A that was a fun interview. Yeah, that that interview was awesome. So uh, never heard Granny so riled up before. Is our well, is our I, you, you you get me going about certain things, and yeah, Granny can get riled up when I need to. So usually I'm pretty I know quiet. I'm there but... not. Okay. But yeah, I, I, Granny uh, getting after it. I mean, she's got the uh, usually. The quick wrist, usually, uh, I'm pretty. Uh, usually, I'm pretty quiet. But yeah, when I have to step up to the mic or whatever, I I can do it. You know, uh, and guys, uh, real quick here, as long as we're waiting for our guest, um, you know, we have uh, we have an interesting show coming up, in uh, uh, with uh, Bob Bagwell and. Uh, his mom, Judy Bagwell. There's going to be a lot of stuff put out on the table for that interview. What's cool about that interview and uh, Big Swing, uh, this will be where you can do your due diligence. I know you're a busy guy, mm-hmm. but all mm-hmm. these, uh, all these promos and stuff that uh, 
you have uh, that we've done, uh, we need to start editing those and, uh, you know, <laughs> get, getting those in. Because uh, with the Buff Bagwell and Judy Bagwell show, the good news is I have a few people that are interested in that want to purchase a show and put us on the air in different markets. And it's going to start with that show. We're going to record that show. I'm going to edit it. But the thing is, I need to have someone edit all our promos and get those to me so I can give them to this uh, these entities that want to have our show on their stations. Uh, there's, so, there's a whole bunch of um, a whole bunch of uh, shows, as you know. I mean, there's probably three years worth of content even before uh, Icon. You came on with us, so I'd have to find some of the best ones and and find which ones you know, sound the best and what some of the cool clips are and, and whatnot. I mean, what I could probably do is I could probably shoot you over the password. Oh, excuse me. I could probably shoot you over the uh, email login and password for Blog Talk Radio, and you can go on and listen to the episode yourself if you have more free time. Um, yeah. Do it that well, way. You know, the uh, it might be a little easier. The, the, ones, the ones I would have you do is, like, the ones where we had, you know, like our celebrities, like uh, – you know DDP and uh, yes. You know those maybe are the, the ones maybe the first buff. Right. Uh, well, and, and, and here's the thing. Um, when Buff comes on, I probably shouldn't mention uh, mention my uh, my love for Jim Ross, huh? Uh, well, here's one thing uh, I'm also gonna do on an interview that I've never done before. Uh. If Buff will be willing to do it, uh, I'm going to do a word association. I'll say a name and see what, you know, what he says, you know. Uh, mm. No. And the thing is, you know, the whole – we heard the story about how, you know, Jim Ross said Buff's mom called, you know, called uh, Jim Ross and asked to have her son have a weekend off. And we're going to ask her about that. Because she has never been able to give her side of that. JR's given his side. Buff's given his side. Uh, do you I've think she would want to? No. I mean, do you think that that's like a sensitive well, topic yeah. or a touchy subject type of thing? Well, yeah. I mean, she. Uh, we're, I'm paying her for being on with us, you know. So. True. Yeah. I. I, I mean, I just didn't know if there's anything, um, you know, anything. Uh, uh, that was given to you beforehand that would be off limits. Cause like I said, you don't want to have a show, especially if people are going to buy it and put it out of their markets and different things. You, you especially don't want to have one that, that could piss, you know, piss the guest off. You definitely don't want to do that. I'm going to try and need to be respectful of her wishes too, even though that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm going to try and call our guest and then just hang on. Okay. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Um, so, uh, Granny, did you see how Raw ended? Yes, I did. Yeah, good old uh, good old Kurt Angle and Braun Strowman uh, doing a little team up thing. I, I guess they're trying to make yep. Braun. Uh, I guess they're trying to make Braun the face now. Um, your uh, your buddy Baron Corbin came out again. He had a little. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boring Corbin. Boring yeah, Corbin. Yeah, a little interaction. Well, him and him and yeah. McIntyre though they, they 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 do make a formidable team. Yeah, they do. They're both jerks. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't like Drew McIntyre either, but you know. 
whatever. So. I liked him when he was with Dolph Ziggler. I thought that was a interesting team, but. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. I'm like I said, I've just never been a big Drew McIntyre fan. He's I mean, he's okay, you know, but the Scottish psychopath. I'm I'm just you know like I said, I just never been a big Drew McIntyre fan. He's all right, you know, but I mean I I thought it was interesting your the interview that Alexa Bliss, your girl Alexa Bliss, did with EC3, and you know so. And him and Dean Ambrose had a match together, and so it was interesting. Yep, so. that's true. And you know, Alexa is—I I just think Alexa is a is a one of a kind talent. I mean, Alexa is—you know—there's just something about her that you know, just makes just just makes things so much more interesting. At least in my opinion, she just got that that attitude about her that that makes things. Um, so much more, you know, uh, I don't want to say extreme per se, but so much more, you know, it just, just got that edge to it a little bit, especially in the female division. You know, you've got, yeah. uh, like, I'm not, a big, I'm not a big fan of the, you know, I, don't get me wrong, I love Bailey in the ring, and I love what Bailey can do athletically, but the whole hugging thing and the whole basically adult child yeah. thing that she does, you know, eh, I'm not super wild on it. I, I've always liked the heel characters in the female characters. Like, for example, I liked when Trish Stratus went heel, when she was messing with Christian after she cheated on Chris Jericho oh, yeah. and that whole thing. You know, that, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. So it, it's just, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things that, that uh, I, I've always kind of liked the heel characters anyway. And uh, the female characters make them, uh, make them a little bit better in that regard. Icon, did I hear you're, uh, you're back with us now or? Yeah, I am. And, uh, okay. Uh, I can't. Uh, I tried calling our, our guest, and uh, I got uh, it. Just rang and rang and rang. So uh, I don't know. But here's what I'd like to do, real quick. I would like to tell everybody uh, who we got coming on next week. Okay. Uh, we're you know we're supposed to, uh, uh, something got screwed up. You know Texas Patty was supposed to join us. Uh, you know, next week, uh, but they thought it was this week, and something got mixed up, so uh, I don't think they, they'll they be joining us uh, now. I wish they would, but I'm going to try and get a hold of them this week and see if we can't uh, fix well, that. Was that, them that was, was that them that was trying to call in a minute? I mean, I had somebody, that 816 number that was trying to call in that we thought maybe was B-Train. I mean, was that them? No, it was it was B Train. That that was B Train listening to the show because he was at work, and he because he messaged me and wanted the number because he forgot the number and he he was at work listening to the show. Okay. Because so I know he I, I came mean, on for a minute and said hi to everybody, but he was actually at work, so he probably but, couldn't talk a lot because where he works at. But um, oh yeah, he works at an airport up there in New York where he lives and. Oh, and he works okay. at the airport well, up there, so in the car rental area. So, well, well, I got if you're um if you're um if they thought it was this week, they I mean they haven't tried to call in yet, so I I, I don't know. Not I'm not sure. Not not okay, sure I believe that. that, but okay. So anyway, uh, I want to let you guys know who we got coming on uh, next week. Yeah, uh, hit us. We got, uh, we got Marcus Cross and uh, Griff Garrison. Uh, they are uh, tag team extraordinaires. They, they're they going to be interviewing with us. But th- 
we have Candy Milo coming on. Do you guys know who Candy Milo is? I don't. Granny might. Mm, I don't recognize the name. Well, yeah, I, I will admit, I will admit, Icon, I am not as well versed as I should be uh, in the independent segments. Um, I, I, I'll be the first one to admit well, she's that. Not I, I'm, she's not well, it, okay, who is she? Well, then I'll tell you what. If you guys don't know her by her real name, then you probably know her by her alter egos: uh, Dexter's Laboratory, Jimmy Neutron. Uh, she was, uh, she was the voice of Chalk Zone. Uh, she was a okay. Lucha Lucha. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and she yeah. also became famous. Uh, she used to do these uh, Marvin's commercials where she would stand outside before the store would open, and she'd, like, get there, like, four hours early, and she'd go, open, open, open. That's her. <laughs> and I she did also, not know that. She also made a guest appearance on my favorite show, when I was a kid, twice she was on the show TV show Perfect Strangers twice, and uh, I cannot wait to interview her. And I I don't know if she'll be able to do the voices of these characters because I don't know what if there's copyright infringements involved there. But if not, maybe we can ever do a couple promos in the voices of the characters. Yeah, hey, I mean I'm down for whatever. Hey, this is Jimmy Neutron, and you're listening. You know, you know, she was all. She also did the voice of, uh, you know, cow and chicken. Uh, she did uh, Tiny Toon Adventures. You know, she she's done a lot of stuff. You know, and it, it's 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 going to be awesome to talk to her. You know, she and she has confirmed. So uh, good, good. I'm with it, man. And just let everybody know. I know we teased it a little bit on the air, but. Uh, so let everybody who is listening know um, when the Buff Bagwell show is going to be. All right. Well, let me uh, let me go uh, look into my calendar here again. Uh, isn't because, it like July twenty second? Uh, it it isn't July. That is correct. It's the twenty second, uh, I think. Let me just make sure. Uh, yep, yeah, July twenty second. Okay. Uh, he's gonna. Uh, him and his mother are gonna be the only uh, guests that we have on that night. So it's gonna be two hours with Buff and Judy Bagwell. And it's cool that they decided to that they decided that they decided to come on together. I mean, you know, I have questions about you know uh, him as a child and you know uh, how he got into wrestling and 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 her you know her thoughts about it when he was first saying that he. Uh, you know, wanted to do it and all this, and hey, yeah, he. Uh, I'm I'm anxious to see a lot of this and, and hear a lot of this, and uh, you know, it's not very not very often you get, you know, two of the same family members on. Like, I mean, I know we had it a couple times with the Hart family, but uh, you don't get it very often with other with other wrestling families. So, um, I know. I mean, I know obviously the Hart family is a little bit more ingrained in the business than. Judy Bagwell was. I mean, she had her brief WCW moments, but uh, obviously Buff is one of those guys that even if you're not a huge wrestling fan, you're just a run-of-the-mill wrestling fan. You've heard the name before. That's how polarizing he was. So I'm I'm definitely excited to talk to him again. I I, I bet you I'm not 100% on it, but I bet you a lot has changed 
since the last time we spoke with him. I know he he was uh, going to court and he was doing some things and whatnot. So I'm uh, I'm I'm anxious to see what happens. Uh, what happened? Now, if you guys him, also so. recall, well, Big Spring, mm-hmm. you would recall. Granny Granny Hulkster wouldn't know this, but uh, the uh, the show that uh, he made a, a, an appearance on because you guys had him on for one whole show. You also uh, had him on. Uh, that's where we had uh, Dustin uh, as uh, our lead back then, and that's when uh, we played past the phone, if you recall. And uh, I was on, and Rick the Ref was on, and Buff Bagwell was on, uh, and we—that's when we were in the basement of Bob Puddit's uh, Maui Ma- uh, Mar- uh, Maui Madness uh, contest. Yes, that was. Yep, you guys were calling from. Uh... From Fargo, yes, I do remember that. You know, and the the thing is, and the, there was a, a a rumor going around that there was heat between Buff Bagwell and myself. Uh, apparently, uh-huh. I uh, you know uh, the the heat apparently was the fact that, uh, and I'll, I'll admit this, you know, I was Buff is was my hero back when he first started as Marcus Alexander Bagwell, and the thing about Buff. Is when I first met him, I was just in awe, and I'll admit, I, you know, I sometimes go overboard. I admit that, and uh, apparently, it was taken the wrong way. It was taken out of context, and people mm. thought there was heat between Buff and myself, but there is not. And that's something else. When he's on the show with us, we're going to put that to, we're going to put that rumor to bed right then and there, and it's done. It's over with. Well, who who thought that there was beef? Everybody that, that was at that uh, that gathering. Okay, okay, all right. Um, well, that's good. I mean, obviously, if you're the one who got in touch with him to, you know, to book the show or whatnot, um, you know, I mean, obviously he had to talk to you to to do all that. I I, I don't think um, I don't think he would have. Uh, you know, I don't think he would have came on with us if there was some some heat. Because I mean, you know, and again, no offense, Buff. You know, I love the guy, but that was the last thing he needs right now is any more heat. So if he had any, I'm sure he uh, he wouldn't have come on with us. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, it's 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 interesting that that people thought there was an issue between him and myself and there's not. And, uh, I'm just, uh, wasn't, uh, Scott Steiner with all you guys there as well. He was, and here's the, you know, here's the interesting too. Uh, you know, you were, you were here for, uh, Maui madness and hopefully we can get you out here, uh, for the upcoming. I, I haven't, uh, I, I the way I understand it is still going to happen. Uh, this year, but I haven't heard any details on it. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But if it well, is, I, mean, I mean, you would think that by now you would probably know, right? I mean, it's a month away. Right. Uh, I I haven't uh, I haven't heard anything. So okay, okay. But anyway, yes. Continue. So yeah, and uh, Maui Madness is a great little event. You you and I uh, both had fun that that. Uh, that night, we uh, we talked to Mick Foley and we talked to uh, Billy Gunn. 
Billy Gunn, and uh, I was taken uh, off the air uh, by uh, Sylvester Fox, if you recall. Yeah. He actually he actually had me leave my post, and he took my my mic spot. If you remember that. Yes, yes, and I remember he uh, he had a brief back and forth with um, Mariah Prussia as well. Even even though they're not in the same business, he he uh, he took me off briefly too, and those two uh, took the lead host and co-host for about ten minutes. That was pretty fun. You know, speaking of uh, Mariah Prussia, you know she's going to be on with us again April first. You know she loves the show, and she loves oh, being of course, on. yes, and we love her. And uh, you know Mariah, has Prussia, she had any more fights since we last spoke with her? Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys about that uh, now. Uh, she does okay. have an event coming up, and I have it in my file here. I just got to get it real quick. Uh, she's gonna uh, she's got uh, coming up uh, on Saturday, March second at seven p.m. Uh, the ballroom brawl: Mariah Prussia versus Katie Lynn. The New Holly, uh, and it's uh, sponsored by MPX uh, Fights, and uh, I plan on being ringside for that. So hopefully I can well, get the- um, but But since we last spoke with her, has she had any other fights? No, no, she hasn't. Okay. But she was at uh, – and this is leading in my next thing. You know, you mentioned uh, – uh, her and uh, Sylvester Fox are not the same uh, entity. However, she was in the man, uh, the corner of uh, the rest, the female wrestler I just like the most, uh, Kira Nora, uh, against uh, Sylvester Fox and his uh, his his wrestler. I can't remember the name of his wrestler, but uh, Mariah Prussia actually laid out Sylvester Fox. In that match on the outside of the ring. So I got. Um, I know you're one to, you know, air out the dirty laundry. I'm not a big fan of it just because I know something can lead to. But I know, I know you are a fan of it. Um, why is she the wrestler that you that you just like the most? She always come on our show. Oh, that's why. Okay. She said. Uh, she said, "She said, and I quote, why would I want to come on your show? What would that do for my career? Why would uh, I want to uh, I'm sure her and Granny would get along great. Uh, I, I don't know about that. But, you know, I just thought it was okay. ridiculous. Okay. And maybe I'm wrong to think this. Maybe I sh- maybe I shouldn't be thinking this or feel this way. But if if you get if you get any kind of exposure, isn't that a good thing? Well, yes and it's no. a, now that's it, yeah. yes and no. I mean, there are certain kind of exposures that you can get that are very good, and then there's those exposures that you can get that may not be so good. So. Now I've never had any yeah. bad exposure, but you know, I mean, yeah. But I, you I mean, know, obviously yeah, we yes know. No. Well, it's like obviously we know that our the hours would be fine for her. 
Um, but you know, not everybody may think that or, you know, whatnot. I mean, especially if, if they've had some, uh, some bad homo appearances in the past, it's kind of like, you know, one bad apple ruins the bunch kind of a thing. So, you know, I, I, that could be the case as well, but, uh, you know, um, but, but I can, uh, that's fine. I mean, if somebody doesn't want to come on, we're not going to force them to come on. That's not something that we, uh, you know, we do around here in these parts, you know, we, we, we are, we are professional despite sometimes drifting off course and being a little silly. We, we are pretty professional. Um, but now, now I got to ask you guys, um, both of you, uh, the direction of the, let me just make sure there's nobody on the line. Nope. Nobody on with us. The direction of the women's division right now, um, in wrestling, because, Yet again, it is the top storyline. It's been that way now for quite some time. Uh, where do you think they're going with this, with the Ronda Rousey and um, and the man Becky Lynch? I mean, do you think that this is that this is obviously a kayfabe injury, right? They wouldn't be having her have as much action as she has if it was real injury. But um, do do you guys think that uh, you know this is going to be a, a a Ronda Rousey thing, or do you think that they're finally going to have somebody? get thrown Rousey and it's going to be Lynch at WrestleMania. I don't know. Well, you know, I, I had read a thing that Ronda's planning on leaving after WrestleMania. Do you guys, uh, uh, you guys thinking there's any truth to that? I did I've not heard hear that. that. Rumor, but I, I, I've heard the rumor, but I don't know how true that actually is, but I've heard that I've heard, I've seen things on social media that they're talking about Ronda leaving after WrestleMania. So isn't she isn't she locked into like a long term contract though? Now that I don't know. Hmm. What do you guys think about Dean Ambrose leaving? I, I that that was a shock to me. I wasn't expecting that. He uh, I guess he didn't. Uh, he wasn't. Well, I, I guess what I heard about that was he wasn't wild about his his uh, creative usage. Like, I guess ever since The Shield broke up, uh, he wasn't wild about, you know, how they were using him in, in his character direction. And uh, based on what I'm hearing, they made no efforts to change it. They just said, this is what we have planned for you, and this is what we pay you for. So his contract expires, I believe it is next month or maybe after WrestleMania, and uh, and he's not gonna he's not gonna renew it. So I'm um, just wondering where he goes. Maybe he'll go join Cody and those guys. Um, but he's definitely gonna be one of the top free agents out there right now for sure. So he's definitely. You know, I sent you guys information about another uh, uh, guest that we're gonna be having on uh, in the next couple months. Uh, it's uh, going to be uh, Rugged Roddy uh, Garvin, uh, a wrestling yes. legend, is going to be on with us. And you know, it, you know what's 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 funny is a lot of people ask me. You know, they send me you know they send me on uh, message on Facebook. You guys can believe this or not, but it, it is totally true that. You know, some people ask me, they listen to the show. I don't know why they, you know, it's like, I don't know why they don't call in. You know, maybe we don't give the phone number enough. Maybe we don't give the phone number at all. I, but I, I don't think we really, I, I haven't said the number in a while, um, which is probably my fault because I have to give the phone number, you know, six times a show on, uh, you know, or more. 
uh, six times an hour, I think it is, on the sports show. So I, I, I should be used to it at this point. But, um, but yeah, okay, continue your point. You know, ask me, how do you find these people? Uh, how do you get these wrestlers to come on? Or, I mean, they also ask me the question, how can you ever ask me to be on? Or, you know, this guy, this individual would be a great guest. Why don't you have them, you know? And it's not like I, I don't want to have people on. If you want to be on the show, contact me. Don't ask me why I'm not having you on. Now that I know you're interested, I can get you scheduled. If you want to be on, contact me. But don't contact me and say, how come you don't have me on? Because I didn't know you wanted to be on. I mean, does this make sense? For sure, for sure. And, and, you know, uh, people can certainly, um, you know, Google you. Or, or look you up on Facebook and get your personal information and shoot you a message as well. Uh, again, it is Scott the Icon Helmrest. Um, go on and, and check him out and, uh, you know, send him a message because, you know, we love having people, you know, people come on the show. And, you know, we could, we could very well, you know, just talk WWE the whole time and, and you know, talk, uh, you know, I, I could come up with, I could come up with different, you know, trivia segments and different, you know, creative topic ideas and things like that um, very easily. But I, I do enjoy, you know, speaking with, with a lot of the independents and a lot of the former, uh, you know, WWE stars and things that we've had. It's it's always fun. And, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, Icon's done a hell of a job with, with getting people to come on the show. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's been one of the, the, I, I guess from from a sports standpoint, he's been uh, one of the agents uh, that you that have you know how sometimes the agents get in touch with the teams and whatnot. He's he's reached out like a sports agent uh, to a lot of these different entities and uh, has gotten them to come on with us. And you know sometimes, most of the time, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, uh, it works out fine. Obviously, Icon, you've had a couple there that haven't went the way you would have wanted, but. Other than that, um, it, it's been pretty good. So, you know, I, I'm I'm excited about that, and um, I think the direction of the show is very good. And I think that you know, obviously, there's a lot of people within the independence uh, community who, you know, who have heard about us and want to come on with us, and everyone's excited. Uh, other than a, a handful of people uh, excited to come on with us and talk to us, so. Uh, obviously, you know, for me, I'm I'm patiently waiting. I'm I'm circling the calendar days. Um, every day, I, I get up and I mark the day one day closer to potentially being able to talk to Edge on here. Um, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. So you know, we'll, when that day comes, we'll we'll deal with it. You know, and uh, you know, also coming up, guys, uh, in a couple weeks, we got uh, Gina Williams on. Do you guys know who that is? I've heard the who name. Is it? Who is Judy it? Williams. You know who that is? Uh, again, I've heard the name, but I'm I'm drawing a blank here. Well, uh, her uh, her uh, uh, she has an ex husband that's pay that paid her a lot of uh, alimony. Her uh, ex husband is uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Okay. And uh, you know we got Roger Wilson coming up on the show with us. Uh, he was in Porky's Wanted Porky's too. He played uh he played the redneck in the movie. He's gonna be on with us. 
Porky's is a Where funny movie. Been? I don't know if any of you, I don't know if any of you guys have seen it, but uh, if you have, I would, or if you have not, rather, I'd recommend going on and checking it out. It, they're they're hilarious movies. Yeah, we're gonna have Bill Dundee on with us. I you know, I've met Bill Dundee several on several occasions. How about this one? We're gonna have Robin Hartle on with us. She used to uh, she used to be on uh, Home Time with Dean Johnson, and she also made all those commercials. Uh, with the uh, with the ladder with uh, Richard Cards, he played Al on uh, uh, Home Improvement. Home Improvement. Yeah, she's going to be on with us. We're going to get Dick Vitale on this show. Sounds like we a had Granny. Awesome lineup. We, we, we had we had Granny. Uh, you know, was all excited last week when Dusty Gold was on with us. And Granny, Granny loves she loves her some Dusty Gold. Yes, I and do. I've watched Dusty wrestle many a times. So and here and you know, for those of you that have been following the show, uh, apparently uh, our last guest is not going to call, so we're just going to uh, we're just going to turn this into a chat session. But uh, for sure, people sure. that have been listening to the show for for uh, since it started, or you guys recently found us. And I, uh, I'm going to come back to that point here in just a second. But uh, Granny actually joined our show because we had a friend of hers on the show. Yep. Chelsea Stackhouse. Yes. And uh, I believe, did uh, anything ever get smoothed over with that event that you guys were supposed to be at? <laughs> for the well, it, it's, it's kind of funny you bring that up because I actually got a message on Facebook the other day from that person who was supposed to be promoting that event. He was actually, he wanted my address so he could actually send me back my money that he owes me for those tickets that I bought that we never had the show which I was very surprised. And he was also going to invite me to a free show that they were doing in Topeka, Kansas in June. Now, I don't believe the thing about the free show. And honestly, mm. truthfully, guys, I, I'm i not holding my breath on getting my money back. I told my husband if he sends me a check, I'll probably be watching it bounce all the way to the bank. But that being said, I'll I'll be surprised if I even get my money back but he's actually willing to give me $20 more than what I actually paid, which is fine, you know, if, if he wants to pay me back my money. But And um, so I, I'm kind of like, um, I'm, you know, just wondering. No, but, I mean, nothing ever happened from that event. I mean, except for the fact that um, B-Train was kind enough to give Abyss some of his frequent flyer miles uh, on Delta Airlines, so Abyss could get back home. Um, you know, you know um, the whole the whole it, situation was just a nightmare. You know, it's funny how you mentioned the 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 check bouncing thing. That reminds me of a, a famous quote that Jim Ross had on on a Monday at Raw. He was talking about uh, um, Paul Heyman. He said, "You know, geez, I hope Paul." Paul Heyman's word is better than the checks he used to write. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I just found out. Weirdly enough, guys, speaking of Paul Heyman, um, and I don't know if you guys have heard this rumor as well, uh, that Paul Heyman actually is 
Brock Lesnar's like I don't know if it's attorney or his his whatever the word would be agent I guess you could say um, I, I guess the better wording on it would be that Brock Lesnar actually is Paul Heyman's client. So for example, Paul Heyman negotiates his contracts. He does all the financial stuff for him, all the marketing, all the, you know, any, anytime they want to deal with Brock, they actually do deal with Paul Heyman. Like, you know, uh, so I guess they are an actual collaboration, which I thought was just the thing they get on the screen, but apparently they have been that way for quite a while. I don't That's know if you guys knew that. Uh, that is interesting. So. That, and, you know, I, I think, I think, well, I think that's part of the reason why, you know, Paul Heyman gets so animated about Brock Lesnar is the fact that he actually does represent Brock Lesnar. And, you know, any WWE dealings that happen with Brock Lesnar go through Paul Heyman, which is why when Brock Lesnar, you know, gets in trouble, um, you know, Paul Heyman Paul Heyman's very much the same because Paul Heyman's responsible for him. So it's it's one of those things where I literally just heard it the other day, and uh, and, and I thought it was I thought it was pretty interesting um, because you know apparently since '03 that's been the case <clears throat> that that's been the case ever since he came into the business. I guess it was Paul Heyman that found him and Paul Heyman that signed him, and uh, and it's Paul Heyman that uh, that deals with everything. So yeah, I, I don't know. If if, if uh, I'm not a hundred percent that that's true, but that's what I heard, and um, you know, if, if that's the case, that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that that is that is really interesting, you know. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I I don't know how I how I would feel about uh, him being my agent, but uh, that that is kind of cool, you know. So well, I, I would love to have an agent. I, I would love to have an agent. Um, you know, I would love to have an agent that gets as fired up about me as Paul Heyman does about Brock Lesnar. I mean, Paul Heyman makes you know amps me up, man. He makes me Paul Heyman gets me ready to run to a concrete <clears throat> wall, man. So whenever I hear Paul Heyman talk about Brock Lesnar, that's one of my favorite things uh, about Raw right now is his is his his uh, representation. But you know, here's the thing, though. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm still I'm still sick of Brock Lesnar, though. I just, you know, I you know he needs to be gone. He really does. Was it uh, was it Icon? Was it um, was it a little more warmer there today? No, no, because it was again today. Yeah, it's, well, it's be, supposed to be. It's supposed to be below zero until Friday. See, oh, wow. it was uh, it was fifty uh, fifty three at one point here today. Forties for most of the day. So we're we're you know we're getting a little bit warmer. It was almost in the seventies today here in Arkansas. Oh sure, rub that in, why don't you? <laughs> I will. I will. No, it, it's supposed to turn cold again by the end of the week, guys. But, but, but here, you know, I, I I do want to let you guys know something else that made me happy this weekend. What's that? 
the icon has the new icon mobile. Mm-hmm. Oh, what'd you get? A 2019 Chevy Cruze. Oh, so it's brand new. Yeah, it had uh, five miles on it when I got it. Um, did uh, did insurance from the truck company uh, help pay for it, or? Uh, well, uh, I had to. I actually had to get a, a co-signer to uh, for the loan, and uh, I want to give a shout out to Homer Helmerast, my father, the greatest father in the world. I know you guys all have your dads, but I have the greatest father in the world. He doesn't even need to have to try at it. He is the number one dad, hands down, without question. Well, because I was going to say, like, shouldn't the company, shouldn't the company of the truck, you know, the truck that it was that hit you, shouldn't they at least give you some money for for a car? They they paid off my other vehicle. Oh, they paid off. Oh, they paid off the other one. Okay. All right. So 2019 Chevy Cruze. So uh, I can do us a favor. Let's um, let's keep this one. Let, let's keep this one. Uh, you know, intact. In all right. Uh yeah. Now, well, now, Granny, I, I got something for you. We do got to get out of here. We got about a minute and a half left. Two minutes left. Um, Granny, you know how sometimes you said you shout things at the bad guys. There was a I shout, local. I, I shout. I, I shout things at the bad guys. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, there, there was a local. I figured you may appreciate this. There was a local uh, show up here. I forgot the company now. I, I it was one of those things where like uh, I was doing a newspaper article on it, so I, I I covered it, but I I wasn't really paying as much of attention as I should have. I just kind of covered some matches and then turned it in. But there was a there was a thing in the crowd. Uh, one of the wrestlers' name was, names was Kember, K-E-M-B-E-R. There was a female wrestler. And somebody yells at her as she's coming down the ramp. Uh, now, remember, Kember, okay? But, 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 but if you say it quick, it's Kember, okay? Somebody yelled, somebody stood up and yelled, your name sounds like what a deaf lumberjack would shout. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. Oh, my. So, oh, my. I, I just figured that uh, I just figured from somebody who likes to shout at the uh, bad guys that was that was pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. That, yeah, so. well, you know, I've had I've had wrestlers tell me that don't I have a curfew at the nursing home? And one time I just yeah. grabbed my keys and out of my purse and I stood up and I yelled at that wrestler. I said, "Baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building." Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't know what to say. He would just he screamed and ran off. He was like, ah, he was totally speechless. I mean, but I'll tell you, uh-huh. Granny has had some pretty good fun over the years. I mean, I even kind of cut my own little promo one time with some wrestlers at UWE. This guy came out. His name was Christopher Fury. He was the heel, and and he was like, oh, Mr. Macho Man, you know, like he knew everything. And, and, I, and he asked me, he says, well, and who do you think you are? And I said, well, let me just introduce myself to you. <laughs> And I told him who I was, and I said, and oh, by the way, Mr. Christopher Fury, or whatever your name is, see this gentleman right here, John Cross? He's going to be taking that belt from you, and he's going to be the next champion here at UWC. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I just liked it, my own little promo. And they they, they videotaped that, and they actually played played that on Facebook a long time ago. So, yeah, Granny's done her thing. You know, Granny's had fun at different matches. So I like doing what I do. 
And, uh, there we go. So real quick, real quick. I know we got a, a couple minutes left. I, I, I want less than that. I, I do want to take the opportunity to close the show. Now remember, don't drink and drive because you might spill it. And like the old lady said to the peeping Tom, thanks for looking in. Um, icon, everybody. Uh, his, his, go see him. Go see him in his side job, stand-up comedy. Um, so, anyways, uh, I'm gonna let Colin uh, Kramer tell you who you're listening to. This is Colin from Cannot Justify. You're rocking Attitude Era live with Icon, Granny Hawker, and Big Swing. And we will see you guys next week. Three guest show again. Happy Monday. Dead man walk.